0: Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fogarty, and this week I have a quick and dirty tip about how to write about a legal or sporting match, a meaty middle about making product names plural, and two featured listeners. And now, on to matchups. A listener named Alan wrote When using the word versus, does it make a difference as to what's placed before and what's placed after? For example, Roe versus Wade, or Red Sox versus Yankees. In other words, by rule, is one the challenger and the other the challenged? Well, Alan, the court case part is easy. The standard format is plaintiff versus defendant. The plaintiff is the person or entity doing the suing, the one who makes the complaint, the one who brings the lawsuit. The defendant is the person or entity that is being sued. Often, for lawsuits, versus is abbreviated with a lowercase v followed by a period. That's AP style, so in Allen's example, Roe is the plaintiff and Wade is the defendant, and it's written Roe v. Wade. When you get to sports, it's more complicated because it varies by country. In the United States, the home team is usually written second, in other words, away versus home. So if the Chicago Bulls are playing the Los Angeles Lakers in Los Angeles, you'd see the game described as Bulls versus Lakers because the Lakers are the home team. They come last. Again, that's in the U.S., and the Associated Press says that in this case, it's okay to abbreviate verses as VS. period lowercase. However, in many other countries, it's the opposite. The home team is written first— and even the Associated Press tells its writers that if they're writing for the international wire, put the home team first and the away team second. And that's your quick and dirty tip. In court cases, it's plaintiff v. defendant. And for sports, in the US, it's away team versus home team, but in many other countries, it's home team versus away team. And thanks to Alan for the interesting question. And now on to product names. Last week, Apple executive Philip Schiller objected to people using regular plural rules to make Apple product names plural. It must have been a slow news day because Schiller's tweets led to multiple high-profile news stories, none of which actually got to the real reason Schiller made his comments which those of you with an extremely good memory will remember that I talked about nearly three years ago. First, here's what happened. Two Silicon Valley guys were talking on Twitter about whether they should say they have two iPad Pros or two iPads Pro, and then Schiller jumped in to say, "'One need never pluralize Apple product names.'" for example, Mr. Evans used two iPad Pro devices. People on Twitter generally seemed to think that was ridiculous, and Business Insider, Mac Rumors, and others turned it into a story. Woohoo! Twitter spat! But none of the articles seemed to realize that Apple has had this policy about making product names plural for years. It's been on the Apple website, and it's all about trademarks product names are usually trademarked, and companies don't like you to use their trademarked words generically. Making names plural counts as using them generically. The Apple page Guidelines for Using Trademarks and Copyrights gives this example. 1. Trademarks are adjectives used to modify nouns. The noun is the generic name of a product or service. 2. As adjectives— Trademarks may not be used in the plural or possessive form. Correct. I bought two Macintosh computers. Not correct. I bought two Macintoshes. In other words, Apple has always said that it wants you to say things like, I have two iPad Pro devices. But we all know that's not realistic in casual writing and speech. In fact, commenters on the Mac Rumors article helpfully provided examples of Apple executives breaking the rule in their tweets and the company breaking the rule in its press releases. In the past, listeners have asked about how to make Apple product names that end with numbers plural. For example, how would you make iPhone 6 plural? I had addressed the plural of product names before—the recognized plural of Blackberry is Blackberries, B-L-A-C-K-B-E-R-R-Y-S, even though RIM wants you to call them two Blackberry smartphones. But I'd never faced a question about a product name that ends with a version number. It's not terribly uncommon for a product name to end in a number. We have the Boeing 737, Heinz 57—officially Heinz 57 sauce the Commodore 64, Pepsi 1, and so on. But it does make you stop and think when you have to make them plural. And if you ignore the trademark issue, there are still varying answers to the question. The Associated Press in its most recent Q&A answer that comes close to addressing the question, hues to the company line, suggesting its writers write about iPhone 6s phones and iPhone 6 models. On the other hand, I don't think adding a number to the name should make a difference in the way you'd handle it. The number is part of the official name, so if in common non-trademark hewing language we'd write that we have two blackberries, two iPads, and two 727s, with just an S on the end of 727, then we should be able to write that we have two iPhone 6s, with a 6 and just a lowercase s. However, I wasn't able to find many news articles that made the iPhone 6 plural in this way, and I suspect it's because Apple tends to rotate through product names that have a number followed by an S. So we have the iPhone 6 and the iPhone 6S. The S in the product names is usually capitalized, so it doesn't look exactly like the plural iPhone 6s with a lowercase s but it could still be very confusing to readers, and I think that's why writers seem to be avoiding it. You could say they're all simply adhering to AP style, but I easily found many news stories that broke the rule for the iPhone 6S and referred to iPhone 6S's, 6s ses So that was your meaty middle about how to make Apple product names plural. If you're a long-time listener, you already knew the kerfuffle was about trademarks, but it's still interesting to think about the logic behind how we make product names that end in numbers plural, and especially how you might want to use a different spelling if the logical way—like saying you have two iPhone 6s, which looks a lot like the product iPhone 6s—might be confusing to readers. That is always the most important rule—don't confuse your readers. And now I have two short listener comments to share. First, thank you to Veronica Moreno, who wrote an iTunes review. She said, even if you don't write professionally, you can still learn something. I love these quick and dirty tips. Always a very easy listen I love to get to. Thanks, Veronica. Those iTunes reviews help people who are browsing decide to try the show. They help a lot, and as you can see, they don't need to be super long. Thanks again. And here's a second one from Facebook that I'm sharing because it's adorable and it made me laugh. This is from Seya, i am probably pronouncing it wrong, it's S-A-Y-E-H—who wrote, You are like a doctor to me because grammar made me vomit, but I'm falling in love with Mr. Grammar thanks to you. <laughs> well, thanks, Seya. I'm happy to help. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. You can find hundreds of Grammar Girl articles at quickanddirtytips.com. And I'm Grammar Girl on Twitter and Facebook. And now you can also follow me on Snapchat, where my username is ThatGrammarGirl. Yep, that one. ThatGrammarGirl. And that's all. Thanks for listening.